and trains, and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, we got to walk home, walk home, walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wadesword. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, episode number 19. And I want to remind you guys, first and foremost, thank you so much for tuning in. We certainly appreciate the love and support from all over the country. want to remind you guys, you can tweet me at Wade's Word, and we will do an all-way live segment where we go live on Facebook, but you can uh, friend me or at Devin Wade, D-E-V-A-N-W-A-D-E. Also, you can follow the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and like the, well, no, join the group and like the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page. That way you can keep up with us uh, in between podcasts. Again, to access the uh, podcast, obviously, whatever means you're listening to it now, we certainly appreciate that. But you can also go SoundCloud, TuneIn, and iTunes, and maybe even more soon in the near future. So uh, we will do that. Want to uh, bring in for episode 19 a guy who's been my co-host on my Houston uh, area sports talk show, uh, the Silver Fox, Kevin Allen, makes his triumphant return. How are you, Kev? Doing great, Dev. How about it? What's going on? I'm doing great. And without further ado, I want to give a po- folks a preview of what we're going to do this evening. We're going to do the uh, the headlines. Then we'll do some balling or falling. Then we'll do the Facebook Always Live segment. And within that segment, we'll do the We the People, where I posed a poll question on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page and let the people respond uh, and vote on that poll. We'll do that during the all way live segment. Also, we'll do our quote of the week. We'll do our Hollywood swinging and we'll do the, have you heard? Have you heard? So all of those things in this episode, we have several features and we work several of those in uh, on various podcasts. So again, thank you so much for joining us without further ado. Headlines. Both Golden State and Cleveland swept their series to remain undefeated in the playoffs, awaiting their conference finals opponents. So far, so good. So pretty easy for both uh, Cleveland and for Golden State. Uh, had n- any surprises there? No surprises for me in, in either one of those ball games. Both pretty much cruised through those series, so they're, they're exactly where they want to be. Well, and, and I'll tell you this, it's sort of anticlimactic. Uh, what does surprise me a little bit is that how bad Cleveland struggle going into the playoffs. Uh, but then, of course, you know, with playing a, a number seven seed, you knew they would sort of br- get, get a chance to get well and, and and sort of breeze through the opening round. Second round, no problem. And, and I think it speaks to the weakness of the East. But we'll talk more about the Eastern Conference and the NBA playoffs throughout. Also, wife of longtime ESPN anchor Chris Berman was killed in a two-car accident. Kathy Berman, a school teacher, was 67 years old. That happened earlier. Well, what happened yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. Also, uh, Jay Cutler, since the last podcast, is retired from football to pursue a career in broadcasting with Fox Sports, a la Tony Romo. Good move or bad move? 
Um, bad move, I think. But it's a good move for Jay. Got a job. Yeah, I think he had more football left, and I thought he got a health uh, a hefty uh, contract. So that really just leaves Colin Kaepernick as the only quarterback, big name quarterback. He, along with RG three, uh, is the only two high profile names uh, that have no job right now. I think both. Well, no, I don't think I'm not sure about RG three. I talked to the NFL guy, and he basically said RG three is is through. That his career is over. You think with. he's done? It looks like, and it looks like Colin Kaepernick. I think will get a shot, but and he's been doing a lot of charitable things, and he's been getting a lot of press because of the charitable things that he's been doing around the country. But you know, and I mentioned this on my over the air show. I think it would serve Colin Kaepernick better to just be seen in gym shorts and a and a shirt, you know, throwing a football. And working out. And I know that you can do two things at once, and I'm sure that he's working out every day. But, you know, the narrative, you can kind of control the narrative and, and sell yourself in that way. You know, I don't know. I, I, I never thought that he was blackballed by the NFL. I do think if he does not get signed, he that he will be – I think it will be a case of being blackballed by the league. That's blackball. I, I mean, but not yet because I still think there are a lot of things that can transpire. Still blackball. Well, we'll he should see. be signed. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, every year we see this with veterans of a lesser profile go through the same sort of thing. Think about this. Jamal Charles, didn't, he just signed a deal. And, and I think that was a like a one-year deal. So, you know, after the draft, look how long it took Adrian Peterson just before the draft. So, you know, mm, it, there's a little bit of time left. And you always know that somebody will get hurt or banged up in training camp and – you know, look, Dak Prescott went from being third string to, to being, you know, the starter from now on for the Dallas Cowboys. So you never know. So I'm going to hold out and be a little bit more optimistic and say the NFL is not blackballing him, but we can get into some of those things as well. You can tweet me your response to that at Wade's Word. Also, uh, Mets pitcher Matt Harvey suspended for three games for skipping Saturday's game, and that was a day he did not start. He was supposed to start Sunday. But he admitted that he went out Friday night and played golf on Saturday morning. And they're sort of saying that he may have a drinking problem. So we'll have to see how that plays out. He's very apologetic, and he'll serve his three-game suspension with the Mets. And finally, in headlines, Canelo Alvarez systematically destroyed Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. to set up the mega fight September 16th, Mexico's Independence Day against Triple G. And I'm telling you now, that gets me excited. And got that, your juices flowing. Oh, that has my juices flowing. I, I didn't think the Canelo fight with, with Chavez would be very good at all. I thought it would not be much of a fight. And it turned out to be uh, not much of a fight, as you know, sort of as I, I mentioned. Uh, other thing I want to talk a little bit about, we'll, we'll get more into the NBA playoffs. I think we'll do that on the All Way Live segment. But right now, I want to shift gears and go to Ballin' or Ballin'. And that's where we give you a list of three players or entities in sports. And I tell you, and Kevin will tell me if they're balling or if they're falling. Uh, for me, uh, let's start with Ray Allen. And we want to get into, let me give you the backstory about Ray Allen. Because obviously he's retired from the NBA and has been for a while. And so he's a non-factor. But this week, KG, Kevin Garnett assembled a number of old Celtics that won their championship in Boston and included everybody in this mini reunion except for Ray Allen. And then, and if you don't know the story, he, Ray Allen was rolling with Boston and jumped ship and went to Miami and obviously won a, a ring with LeBron James. 
Now, the guys get together. It's uh, Big Baby Davis. It's Kendrick Perkins. Uh, both of those guys. Well, Big Baby, I know, played in your basketball league. Kendrick, K- Person, Kendrick uh, Perkins as well. Kendrick Perkins played in your league as well. He's a Port Arthur guy. Correct. Uh, you had Paul Pierce. Kevin Garnett and Rajon Rondo, okay? And in discussing it, they talked about, look, it's not that he left. It's the way he left. He didn't talk to any of his teammates. And it was just a situation where he said, you know, but a lot of those guys, it was like we shed tears together. We went through family things together. We we were more than just teammates. And in the sports world, you know this, those guys, if you your teammates are closer than just your coworkers. You talk football, everybody on the football team is not going to be your buddy, buddy, your friend to the end. When you're talking about an intimate setting with, with maybe 15, 20 guys tops, when you talk about the coaching staff, the trainers, whatever. But basically on a team, you're talking about 12 guys, 12, 13, 14 guys, right? And so you, they travel together, they live together for the majority of the year playing basketball. And over the years, they go on this quest together. They win the championship. And and at the end of the day, you grow close with your warriors. You know, you go to war with these guys, and you grow close to them. And Ray Allen was a part of that group. And then you leave for the bitter, hated enemy, which is the Miami Heat. Now, Ray Allen responded by posting a picture of him driving to the hoop on Ray John Rondo in a Miami Heat uniform, and he in his Heat uniform holding the trophy. Now, in the context of this whole backstory, is Ray Allen balling or falling? Do you value the ring or do you punish him for his lack of loyalty to his crew? But you you have to look at it when you say lack of loyalty. It's why did he leave? And that's part so of the story, that's too. part of the story. Part of the story was that he was, he was com- repeatedly shot by GM Danny Ainge or reportedly continuously shopped by Danny Ainge and may have grown fed up with that. But see, the, the, the other, the back part of that <laughs> is that uh, Ray was being, his time was being limited now because they were grooming Avery Bradley. So now a lot of his t- playing time was, was cut. So now he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm getting weeded out. I'm getting shopped around. So let me make a move. So, so, so uh, is he that, balling or is he falling? Well, I guess he was balling. He wouldn't want to challenge now I'm gonna go the other way. I'm I'm gonna say he's falling because all of that being said, every guy on that team understood that, and they said as much. I don't know. Did you have you ever seen the Area yeah, 21? I've seen it. So the Area 21 that comes on now as a part of the TNT broadcast, and you rent, it was players only. KG was one of them, and uh, you know who else? He had a couple other guys that were always there, but but Kevin Garnett was was the guy that was the, the ring leader there. And what what struck me is again, they said this. It's not that you left. It's say something to your boys. We all understand the business. We all understand the dynamics around. But say something to us because we believed enough in you and in this team that. And, and I think that they had a case that you keep Ray Allen, you right there with Miami to compete for the Eastern Conference again without Ray Allen. And you, we saw what happened in the finals. LeBron gets the credit for the ring. If Ray Allen doesn't hit that shot versus San Antonio, there's no ring. And then LeBron has you know, has one more NBA Finals loss. So I'm going to say Ray Allen has fallen. Next up, the NBA playoffs as a whole. Are the NBA playoffs balling or falling? What do you think of the NBA playoffs so far to this point? I haven't been too excited about the NBA playoffs. Uh, the only series that I am 
uh, pretty interested in right now is the Houston and San Antonio series where that's some pretty good basketball, pretty good intense basketball. But the other games, uh, kind of blowouts and things of that nature, haven't been into that those games pretty much. But it, it's getting late now, so now my juices are flowing. So we're getting close to these conference so finals. So the, the NBA playoffs balling? So far, they are falling. They're falling. And, and I agree with you. They're, they're falling. There's no intrigue. There's no nothing to keep you uh, – there's nothing to make you think for one minute that Golden State is not going to play Cleveland. And the killer part about it is I told you all in Houston, especially here in Houston, since September that this would be the matchup. When when Durant joined Golden State, it was a done deal. Had other things had taken place and maybe Durant stayed in OKC and maybe you had Old Depot or, or whatever, what, if that may have made a difference. Or maybe – you know, what moving parts would have happened in Golden State and how that team would have been assembled. But as it stands, there's absolutely no uh, intrigue to the NBA playoffs. Add to that. Now, the Rockets-San Antonio game last night was the overtime game. Overtime was played kind of poorly, but there was a lot of intrigue there. But even in the midst of – and then you talk about the, 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 the rough housing and all of the stuff that's going on with the Washington series and the Isaiah Thomas story – uh, the tragedy in his life and uh, Kelly Oubre getting getting kicked out and all that. I mean, those are interesting sidelines. But at the end of the day, there's no intrigue to these playoffs. And so I'm like you. The NBA playoffs have fallen. Finally, let's talk about James Harden, Mr. Almost MVP, MVP candidate. So far in the playoffs, is he balling or is he falling? Now, I know this is an issue with both of us. We both had our history with being critical of James Harden. But what are your thoughts? Uh, he, he's been balling. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, he's been going out and he's getting things done, putting up the numbers. He's keeping his teammates involved. They're, they're in the conference semifinals right now. He's balling. And I'm going to say, again, as of this moment today, I think his cachet, the thing that made us think of him as a as a potential league MVP, and I think by now we can see that it'll probably be Russell Westbrook. And, of course, they're waiting to this crazy banquet, whatever, presentation night of awards, awards night or whatever the NBA is doing, trying to take a, book, a page out of the NFL book. And and they're going to have this award show. And we think it's Russell Westbrook that will be the MVP. And, and I think that's the right call, actually. But I think Harden, coming off last night's performance, really not doing much in overtime. Three turnovers in overtime, critical turnovers. And, and a lot went wrong with the Rockets last night. A lot of things just didn't go well with what they were trying to do offensively. What were your thoughts on, on overtime? On overtime, I thought it was really, really intense. Uh, Greg, <coughs> Greg Popovich is a, is a magician on that sideline. Didn't play Kawhi Leonard. But when you add Jonathan Simmons in there, that can play exceptional defense in which he did on James Harden. He made things really, really difficult for James, which caused some of the turnovers where, you know, where he got the steals. He, he made him get the charging fouls, some bad shots. So you got to give kudos to Jonathan Simmons and the rest of those San Antonio Spurs for the defense. And so you got to give them credit where Houston didn't execute well, but you have to give that defense. Well, a lot I get the defense. I get the defense a lot of credit. Mano Ginobili with the block at the end, Simmons getting a hand on the ball. But it seemed like the, the, the Rockets didn't know what they wanted to do offensively. It seemed like some screens or some picks were missing, and Harden was kind of frustrated. It just seemed sort of out of sync. Now, here's the, the, the other part of that. 
Kawhi Leonard didn't even play in overtime, and he wasn't 100%. So now you lose Tony Parker for the entire series, and you didn't have Kawhi Leonard, and you're on the road with a chance to win. I think because the Rockets didn't win last night, I think that they will, in fact, lose this series. So for the, just to close that last segment out, James Harden, in my opinion, at least somewhat, not a massive fall, just a slight fall, but he's falling. Now, falling. back to the series. Now, game six coming up tomorrow night. Kawhi Leonard didn't play in overtime. You know he's going to be in treatment. He says he's going to play. Would you chance it and not play him uh, and play him in game six and try to close it out on the road? Or do you almost, I wouldn't say concede game six, but would you make sure that he's 100% and keep him for game seven at home if you need him and try to see if your other teammates can get it done without Kawhi Leonard? You don't concede anything. James, uh, you know, with Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard will play. They're going to give him the treatment. You, you can't take any chance. You got to go out and win. Because you can't say, okay, we'll rest him and then we'll go and win game seven because that's not guaranteed. So he'll play. Now how much he'll play depends on how well he feels and how, how Greg Popovich, his rotation will be. And, you know, you're going to be looking at the score of the game. So you, you'll get a feel of it for them, but he'll he'll be in that starting lineup. He's not going to miss it. What's your good feeling on the remainder of this series? Rockets win, Rockets lose. Put me on the spot, huh? I mean, that's what we do. That's what we get paid for eventually. Spurs will win it. And the, re- and the reason I say the Spurs will win it, uh, Mike D'Antoni has, has done a tremendous job of creating the excitement uh, in the Houston area, especially with, with the Rockets. But when you go back with history with with, Dan- with D'Antoni is that he can't win in the playoffs. They, they, don't, they don't play the defense th- that's required to win in these big games like this, and this this will be their Achilles heel. But So I'm picking the Spurs. Uh, will they close it in six or will it go to a game seven? Yeah, I, I, I pick San Antonio in six. I think it, it's going to either go two ways. Either the Rockets are going to blow them out early and get out to an early lead and blow them out of the water, setting up a game seven. Or if it's close at all, San Antonio will, San Antonio will win. Uh, you, you go back to the Oklahoma City Thunder series, the Rockets really exploited the the Thunder in the fourth quarter. They just dominated them in the fourth quarter of all of those games, with the exception of one. I think was over early, but I think that you know that's where they dominated in the fourth quarter. But they they, they dominated Oklahoma City in that and you fourth can't do quarter, that San Antonio. Yeah, but the only reason they dominated there is you know Russell Westbrook had to play all of those minutes. You know he was the only scoring that they had, so. You know the fatigue factor. You you look at that. Even though when you, when a lot of people say that they dominated the fourth quarter, OKC was in those games. Right. You know. It, it, you know. One game, uh, Westbrook hits a three, then he steals a ball, and they miss a big shot. So they they were right there. So Houston couldn't really get away from them, but they OKC just needed that other piece. Now, and I'll say this about the Rockets: I don't think that they are entirely out of it. But I do think that, in fact, it's a razor-thin margin, and you have to go with coaching and, and experience, and I think San Antonio has both. And although the best player on the court is – well, I mean, I still think it's Kawhi Leonard, if, but now with him being banged up is James Harden. But you, you I, got you know, the wild card. I, 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 love, wild card. I love Kawhi Leonard, by the way. I just love him as a player. Uh, I just love the way he moves. I, and that guy is the guy, and I think he's so – even though he's in the MVP discussion, I think he's so still underrated. Oh, yeah. He, well, not really. You know, he doesn't get it. He's not in that big market. But 
Everybody knows about Kawhi Leonard. But when you look at this game, you know, because you have James Harden, but you have Greg Popovich on that side. Well, that's what I said. So, you know, the coaching and the experience go to San yeah, Antonio. Yeah, you know, because you you may get that one big game that you need out of Ginobili. You know, and you needed it and, last and, night. And, yeah, you may get it. You know, with 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 this game six, so you never know because L.A. might show up. You know, the police may find him and bring him back for San Antonio. <laughs> you know, and he may have that big game. So. You know, it, it, it'll be a good game, so I, I'll be in front of it, And I don't think either one of these teams have a chance in hell to be Golden State. But, again, you have to play the games. But we'll break that down in the next podcast. We're going to close this out, and when we come back, it'll be the always live segment where we go Facebook Live. If you want to find us on Facebook Live, you can friend me, Devin Wade, D-E-V-A-N-W-A-D-E, or you can like the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page or join the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group. Also, you can tweet me whenever you listen to this 24 hours a day. If you have a comment or a suggestion or a feedback or criticism, you can tweet me at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D. And Kevin, how can they tweet you? You can tweet me at, at, at Alan, Alan Ron 10 at Alan, Alan Ron 10 so you can tweet both of us with a comment. I agree with you, Devin. I, Kevin, I, I disagree with you. Whatever, whatever your They're comment is. They're not going to disagree with me. Well, they can say, well, I agree with Kevin and disagree with go. Devin. E- either way. We're going to take a time out, come back with the Facebook Live segment, or the Always Live segment of episode 19 of Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. <laughs> Be smart about it. Celebrations with the guys I sacrificed. Cause I knew you could not sleep without it. Meanwhile, Welcome to Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, episode 19. And the man you see off in the distance is the Silver Fox, Kevin Allen. This is the All Way Live segment. Of course, we record this on Facebook Live, but in the end, we will put this portion uh, as a make this portion a part of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. You guys involved. I want to say a little booker and to to Casey and the Arrow. Uh, and you, I posed a poll question on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page. You know, we talked about shoes, and, and I want to get into the Lavar Ball thing. And we've talked about this on KTSU Sports Talk on Sports Talk with Devin Wade on KTSU ninety point nine. But, you know, LeVar Ball won't go away. Now they come out with the Zoe 2 shoes. They're $495 a pair. So I pose the question to you guys. Would you rather have the Zoe 2s for, for $495, the, the Jordan 11s that are about to come out that are anywhere from 300 to 395 from what I can tell? How much are they? Do you know? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell. I, I, me, I don't know for sure. Sort of priced it online and came up with that. Would you like the Steph Curry threes for about a hundred bucks now, since they hadn't enjoyed much success, or 
Chuck Taylors for fifty four dollars. Which one? Which ones would you choose? Which one would you go with? I mean, okay, so I gave. Am the poll. I buying or what? You're buying. You're, I'm buying. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I know you have some sugar mamas, but you're buying. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm buying, which one am I picking? Yeah, I mean, it's in, I mean, you are you gonna shut out five in the books? I got. I can pick two. No, you pick the one. You got you 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 going with. The credit card to get one pair of shoes. Your credit card. Your credit card. No, not mine. How much are the Steph Curry? A hundred bucks. That's my guy. So you rolling with, even though they're not good looking shoes. Got something that's good looking. Well, I mean, the variety. Well, Steph is taking a bath on those because that people have not liked those. And he's coming out with the Steph Curry 3s, which, again, they look like hospital shoes. So I don't know about the look of the shoes, but it doesn't have any of that mystique. And I don't think Under Armour does well as a brand. I definitely wouldn't get the Zoe. I wouldn't pay $500 for a pair of sneakers ever unless, you know, I don't know. I don't know who would have what to wear them. What do you have on right now? What Air Jordan are those? Hey, man, I, I'm, I'm rocking Under Armour. But these are just, these are, these are just for, for, you know, for practical purposes. I'm not dressed up. I mean, and the shoes are not on camera. But, uh, you know what, for me, Come on, which one are you picking? Man? I gotta go. With the, I gotta go to Chuck Taylor's. <laughs> if I'm not playing basketball, I don't want. I mean, I'm just. I never. First of all, my parents would never let me spend that kind of money, so it was never a real issue because I couldn't do it anyway. They wouldn't allow me to do it. But and you know, I went with more. You know, Stan Smith, Chuck Taylor. I'm not Chuck Taylor's, but K Swiss stuff like that. I was I was in the middle. Some Adidas. I wore a lot of Adidas. But never on Jordans. The most expensive pair of shoes I bought, uh, sneakers I bought, bought, were $117. And I paid for them myself. And I was so proud of those shoes. Wouldn't do it again. I have a mortgage now. So I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it again. I'm not a sneakerhead, man. And I know some people are. And, and you know, you value what you value. Uh, so, we so a lot of books so says you, uh, he would he would stick with the Chuck Taylors. Uh, K-Swiss. Yeah, I, I'm a K-Swiss guy. So you're going to stick with Chuck Taylor. I mean, and for the purposes of the poll, the poll, and, and you know what? The the majority of the voters on our poll said Chuck Taylor's. But, I mean, I trend, uh, we have a more mature listening audience or a Sports Talk with Devin Wade uh, group page audience. So, from that standpoint, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't, maybe if I was feeling wild and crazy, if I liked the Steph Curry's, I would have paid 100 bucks for the Steph Curry's. But I don't like them enough. And I'm not buying the Jordans, and I don't. I, I think it's crazy that people stand in line, and that's fine. You know, you stand in line, you like what you like, and you do what you do with your money. You work for your money. However, you get your money, you do what you want to do with your money. I wouldn't do it. I would not stand in line, and, and it, it can be a little bit irritating when you have. Well, I, there are bigger social implications to that that I won't get into. But uh, you know. I like shoes. I like nice shoes, but I'm not going to like the shoes because they're the shoes to like. And I want to look at a shoe and say, you know what? I like that shoe. And, and unfortunately, it's about branding. And I think, you know, a certain segment of our society, kids, especially, or the, you know, whatever the trend is, is the trend. So, uh, like, my, like uh, I deal with my sneakers like I deal with my with my liquor. I drink what I like to drink. I wear what I like to wear. <laughs> so there's that. Not on the air. Well, I mean, I'm I mean I'm gonna an adult. Don't let everybody know. I mean, I, I mean I take a sip. I'm not a prude. I, I will take a sip of something here and there. Just to be sociable. More and days. I'm a very sociable guy. <laughs> um so but I wanna get into this LeVar Ball thing. We've talked about this uh quite a bit. 
Are, are you sick of LeVar Ball? Is he good or or bad for his sons? And if you don't know, LeVar Ball is a very, very out there parent, and he's he's really been selling his kids. Uh, and the 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 big ball, what are the big ball brand shoes? And and today he said, or what it was yesterday he said, oh well, Michael Jordan. They said, well, why would we why would we pay four hundred ninety five dollars for a a Lorenzo Ball shoe? And when we didn't pay that for Jordan, and he was like, well, Jordan never did what my son did. Came into the league with a shoe deal. Is he good or bad for for his son? And I'll ask you guys, mentally, is is he good or bad? Is LeVar Ball good or bad for his sons? I'm asking you too. I can read what she says, but I want to see what you. I, I think. I mean, if it works, it's good. I mean, he's trying to brand his son. I, I think he could do it a little different way. But who am I to say he figured that wait, this wait, is going to work? This is for, what we do. We are saying. And no, I, but I'm saying, but this, the, the way that he's doing it, he feels that that is the way to do it for his son. Now you think about this, now Devin. If this would happen to work. How many other people will go in and do this type of deal? I mean, we've seen you some know? successful stage dads. You talk about no, Tiger Woods. About, and, no, but and, I'm talking about as far as his shoe deal. So if this shoe deal works with how he's trying to brand it, then other people will try to go that route instead of signing with the with the shoe, shoe company. But overall, do you think what he's done by making a spectacle mostly of himself, is he good for his sons or bad for his sons? You can't say. I mean, it's different stroke for different folk. I mean, if you if you look at his, at his son, his son doesn't pay him any attention because he's probably listened to his dad talk like that his whole life, you know. But now if his son goes and ball. Hey, you know, but yeah, but you know, he's creating unrealistic expectations. I, I think it's buffoonery, but we've seen in American society that buffoonery is is a thing, and it's working, it's and working. people are doing it. And, and you look at, I look at again. I, I talked. I mean, I, look at the White House. I mean, look at hey, saying that I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. In and you know, you look up in a certain segment of society, they hear this over and over again, and they say, "Well, he's my guy, he's great." They, you know, you look at Mayweather. Mayweather will tell you that how you know how much money he has, and yet people will go out and spend another hundred fifty dollars to, to to buy a fight to spend to make him even richer. So I never have gotten that. I didn't pay for a Mayweather fight. I don't think he's particularly an entertaining fight. I think he's a brilliant marketer. From the standpoint, if this works for LeVar Ball, I think it's a, it's good. Good, it's a good thing for him, but it's a sad thing for but, society. No, but but it, it's, it's a, I, when I really look at it on the business side, you look at it, it's good because, hell, yeah, we're talking about it right now. We're and talking about it, TV. but nobody has the shoes. But, but he's Would the you marketing. spend $495 for the Zotus that have just come out, brand new? And, and a lot of people don't even have never seen Lorenzo Ball play ball. And I want to get your thought. With anybody out there, and I know we only have a few people watching now, but the, for any of you, when you see this, tell me, would you buy those shoes? I wouldn't buy them, but the marketing strategy that his, his father is using is working. Because every time you turn it on a sports channel, it's LeVar Ball. So the marketing aspect is working. He's getting free publicity. But, the but shoe, you're, putting, you're putting an immense amount of pressure on the kid. How could he possibly live up to these expectations as a rookie? I, I don't know that he can live up to these expectations uh, as a rookie player. And I think all that pressure didn't have to be that way. But if he go and ball, hey, you never know. I, I, just, I just think that... All in all, there are a lot. He's creating a lot of people that are rooting for him 
to fail. Right. Uh, Rich, uh, Melanie says, Richard Williams and Tiger's dad never insulted others. They just made claims regarding their own children's greatness. So, uh, and Booker, absolutely not. I would not buy those shoes. So, I and, wouldn't and, buy I, them either. They're not a bad looking shoe. $500, I'm not buying No, no. I don't know what I would pay for them. I mean, if you got them down to $85, <laughs> if you get them down to $85, I wear some so twos. Oh, but you know what? You remember this? I don't You You were on the air with me, right? I think you were on the air, and we were trying to, we were talking about the strawberries. You remember the strawberries yeah. thing? Yeah. I actually, to go out and some, Did you buy I it? bought some strawberries. Your feet hurt. Uh, my feet were killing me. <laughs> Your feet but, were I, but I supported the cause. The cause was a good cause. I, trying to bring down the cost. But certain people are not going to be happy but, if they don't pay $150, $250 for shoes. But look at it. You look at it. Now, Stefan Marbury is an icon in China. in China. Right. And he made a lot of money off of that deal. Yeah. But also, I bought several pair and gave away. Yeah. I mean, it was a great marketing ploy. The shoes would just break your feet. So I wouldn't recommend getting those. But uh, nonetheless, want to get your thoughts on that. You can comment on here. We'll look at those. In addition to that, you can tweet me at Wadesword, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D. I want to say hello to Kelvin. He checked in. $500. Yeah, that's bill money. That's big time bill money. 500 bucks. <laughs> I mean, really, like, it's just not worth it. Uh, but again, you can hear this part of the, the uh, episode 19 of Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. I'll, I'll blend it in with the entire show, and that should be up sometime tonight. Uh, also, if you want to chime in real quick on the Rockets, Rockets, Spurs, who do you have? Washington, um, what about Washington, Boston? We didn't talk enough about that series. Who do you have? I'm picking Washington. Think Washington. Yeah, Washington. Who would you like to see Cleveland play? Golden State. (laughs) (laughs) Golden State. So you don't even care about anybody. We can skip through all this other stuff. All the preliminary. Yeah, just just go right to the main event. Yeah, just get to the the, the meeting. Melanie has the Rockets in seven. What is Melanie talking about? She says the Rockets in seven. So that's what what she says. Melanie talking about seven. Seven what? She says in seven games they're going to win tomorrow night and then go to San Antonio and win. You know, I think they have a chance tomorrow. And I and I said earlier in the podcast. Podcast that basically, essentially what, what I feel like is that if the Rockets are going to win the game, they have to get out to an early lead, almost like they did in, in game one in San Antonio, and kind of take them all. Because we've seen San Antonio get out of character when the Rockets run up a lead off their hot for three-point land. So and she says, whatever. So we'll, we'll check that out. Facebook live segment, Kevin. How'd you like that? That was your first time doing that. How did you like it? That was awesome, man. Um, the, the instant the reaction interaction. and interaction is 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 something. If, if, we, if I come up with a set time, I know I can have people convene and we can have a, a better, uh, a more livelier segment. So that's something I look forward to with the all way live segment. Want to uh, go with our quote of the week? Uh, just some uh, quote that I found this week. 
that I wanted to share. You know, this is commencement season, so you have a lot of celebrities uh, giving uh, graduation speeches at different universities and colleges. Well, this week, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers coach Mike Tomlin gave a commencement speech at Robert Morris University, and he's this is how he started. I mean, not the very start, but at the beginning of the Quote, I'll proceed with a couple of assumptions, and I realize that assumptions are very dangerous. There's a cliche about assuming, isn't it? It can make patriots out of you and me, unquote. That was uh, Mike Tomlin. You know you know the whole thing about, oh, it, if you assume, you make out an ass out of you and me. And so he just changed for patriots. Patriot. So he had a fun shot. He also had a, uh, a fun shot referencing the social media, you know, Antonio Brown uh, right, recording right. him in the locker room. And he said that he basically recognized that somebody will be live streaming his speech. So that's our quote of the week. Uh, before I go into our next segment, I want to ask you about uh, the Charles Barkley uh, About Race series. Uh, they pre- played a preview the other night. Uh, any any general thoughts about that and how you feel about Charles doing that show? I really didn't see all of it. I, well, I, kinda, I don't think it's, it's really run yet. They just had a preview, preview one episode. Of it. Yeah. Right. I saw some of the preview, but I, I before I make any, any any judgment on that, I want to watch the when the real stuff. Well, he's gotten a lot of backlash and a lot of talk, and that's before even episode one truly uh, fully aired uh, and formally aired. You, they had a preview late one night after a basketball game. Uh, you know, I, I think that I don't think that it will make waves in the way that I, anyone is intending. Will it get ratings? I'm not sure. I think that I, he will get a lot of eyeballs to tune in to see what he's talking about because he's Charles Barkley. Uh, but I don't know. It depends on what direction and the conversation. Uh, it that'll you know really determine whether people stick with it. I think obviously people are fatigued of fighting about everything, uh, partisan politics, race, police. Uh, you know maybe it'll help, maybe not. I mean I am a news junkie, so I'm immersed in it all the time. I'm immersed in different aspects of the racial conversation and the political conversation. So for me, I don't know that he can shed new light for me, but maybe there are people out there that will tune in that that would not tune in otherwise because it's Charles Barkley. So from that standpoint, I think it may be a positive thing. I'm not sure it'll make many, many waves because again, I don't know who his audience is for this. I mean, he's a basketball player and you presume that any power people that had a lot of issues with race wouldn't be watching a black multimillionaire on television who's famous for playing a predominantly african-american sport so i don't know who the audience is for it i will say this about charles charles i do not agree with some of the things charles says i want his life and i mean he is one of the few people in american society that can say whatever he wants and doesn't seem to get penalized for it. So, I mean, and, 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 you know, I think that he's a really knowledgeable basketball guy. And I can tell you this, of a, any any crew, Kenny, Ernie, and, and Chuck are my favorite. I'm not a big Shaq fan. I've kind of grown. He's sort of been a part of the furniture, so I'm kind of used to him by now. But that's my favorite. Even for people who don't watch basketball, inside the NBA is – is an entertaining look at basketball and other stuff. So I love the show and I enjoy it. People hate, they think that he's he's some kind of sellout or Uncle Tom or whatever. This is what I would say to that. First of all, Charles is has been rich for a long, 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 long time. So 
some of his issues and some of his views are shaped by the fact that he's a he's a multimillionaire. So I don't hold as much against Charles. I expect him to say some stuff that I think is dumb and not well thought off from time to time. But by and large, I, I like Charles. There's a lot of people don't like him, but I, I like Charles Barkley. What are your thoughts? I, I love Chuck. I mean, says what's on his mind. I mean, he he says what a lot of a, a lot of us think, and then we don't say. And Chuck says it, and and for the ones that want to call him an Uncle Tom, I, I can just say, hey, say it to him in his face, you know. Well, we don't want to instigate any violence here, but no, nah, I mean, I understand that. But I think a lot of people don't say exactly. If if everybody knew everything on your mind, you would get judged. Just look at Twitter, you know. Enough said about that. Let's go to our Hollywood swinging segment. This is a uh, segment where we try to uh, tie in athletes uh, into we give them either we time the characters either on television shows or in this case in comic books or movies so this week in hollywood swinging we're doing superheroes okay so i'm gonna give you three guys and you're gonna tell me if they are batman robin or hong kong food and, and i'll give you a chance to elaborate on your answer so uh, you would say that that Batman would be kind of the the the, the superstar, the the protagonist. He's the guy. He's the star, straw that stirs the drink. So out of the four, three former Celtics, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen, who we talked about in the earlier segment of the show, uh, in the controversy surrounding that breakup that happened years ago, but still it's a it's a compelling thing. Who is Batman? Is it Kevin Garnett? Is it Paul Pierce or is it Ray Allen? Kevin Garnett, Batman. Because he's mean, the he, guy. He, he, he's, he's that dude. He's that dude. I agree with you. I agree that that he is that dude, especially in the terms in in in, in the, the the confines of this conversation. He he's the guy. Uh, Robin, who's the who's the, the guy co-signing? Paul Pierce. <laughs> I'm right with you. I think Paul Pierce rides the coattails of Kevin Garnett. Not not. I mean, not now, when you when you when you look at it with I, I, Paul Pierce playing now at Paul at one time Paul Pierce was the man you know when they but were I'm calling saying, him in the terms truth, of but this conversation about, no no in terms of this but when you look at Batman now Kevin Garnett he was the man so when now when you put two of them together now Kevin Garnett's his personality is what makes him Batman, Batman. that's that's an, his and, personality and that's why I say that's why yeah. to me Paul Pierce is Robin because. Right. Although he may have been upset about Ray Allen leaving, I think his, I think Garnett's hatred and his real resentment sort of allows Pierce to feed into that. So I do think that it's more of I don't think Paul Pierce would be as mad if Garnett wasn't as mad, and that's just my feeling from the outside and looking at the at the segment from uh, the the Area Twenty One deal. So that leaves Hong Kong Fui. And uh, we both say Ray Allen. And, and uh, to me, it's kind of a, I mean, obviously, I designed this Hollywood swinging thing. And, and I think that the guy that I have the least respect for as a superhero, although who was one of my favorites, was, was Hong Kong Food. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't I don't respect how he left. And again, I understand the, the context of how he left. And, and this, 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 this is something I'm trying to understand. You know, they, they always say how you left. So what is the proper way to leave? To come to to me and say, if you're going to leave and say, you're never, never going to do another podcast, another show. The way you do it is say, hey, man, I got another offer from another station. Hey, man, I, we still tight. We boys. 
but I got to make this move for ABC reasons. Let me ask you a question. And, and I think that's the main thing. To no, do. and I and, and I I'm big agree. on that. If no. you know me, you know I'm big on stuff I, I, like that. I agree with you. Now, this is the thing that we don't know about. Could have been some beef. So if there was some beef, I don't. But have none to of the guys, to. none of the guys alluded to that because I don't think his beef was with Garnett or Pierce or Rondo and, and, or Big Baby or Kendrick Pur- now Perkins. Watch, now I, watch this though. They say okay, it was shopping them around. Avery Bra- uh, Ava Bradley's coming into the fold. Did anyone? Do we know if any one of those guys spoke up for Ray? We don't know that, and that's never we, been yeah. said. So in that but case, but even he, even he if could've... that's the case, you go to your 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 guys. These are your guys. This is not like working at the steel but, no, no, mill. But his thing these is, are your dudes. I man. agree. So he he may have said, "These are my dudes," and they didn't even stand up for me doing all this. But we say don't that. Know. But okay, and, and if that's we the don't case, know. say that. Because again, that was a whole T.O. Donovan McNabb thing. Yeah, and, and you saw that played out. When McNabb could have spoke up and didn't, and that created some friction on his own. It could but be I'm, the case. I'm being and, with and, you. And, and if Ray Allen didn't never say anything, you know. No, 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 no. We're talking about Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce speaking up for, for Ray him. Allen. So it's not for Ray Allen to go to them and say, "Why didn't you all speak up for me?" If I'm your boy, I don't have to ask you to go talk up to Danny Ainge for me. Okay, that's and, and again, the part I'm getting at. Right, and, and that it could be because there's a lot of things we don't know, we especially don't know. because Ray Allen didn't say he a lot. He didn't say exactly. But it's two you, sides now. We're but, just taking one side. But but here's the deal: you have to believe if you felt that way, why would you be so hurt if he left? If you felt if if Courtney, if, if if Kevin Garnett really thought that Avery Bradley should have been getting the more minutes, why would you be upset if Ray Allen lo- left? You should be the first one on the phone. Say, man, I know you got out of town. You had to do what you had to do, man. Good luck. See you at Christmas. Whatever. Whatever. Right. So I would think that, you know, you wouldn't be hurt if you didn't if you weren't on his team. Yeah, but. I mean, team, like Team Ray it Allen. Could, it could be miscommunication all the time. And, and in this case, we haven't heard the other side. And Ray we're Allen only certainly, taking one side and we're running with it. I, and, I, and, and that's all we can do. And, and Ray Allen is not backing down. I mean, no. posting the, the picture that he did on, on Twitter, I mean, you, you, you're you not apologetic in the least. And you don't, you don't care about hurt feelings. Or maybe you hurt and now you that's the way you and, respond. And check this out. This is the cold part. See, he, see, when I look at it, I'm like, okay, he left. They're saying, well, boys, you should have told me. He's probably thinking, yeah, we're boys. They should have spoke up to me. His deal is, I'm gonna take less money and I'm gonna stab him. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna go to the heat. Yeah, but so again, you never that's know. Not, that's not the way to handle that. Though. But you never. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, and again, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve a lot of time. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. I don't have a lot of hidden feelings, and that's probably to my detriment. Mm-hmm. And we've seen in the right. industry that I've done some things that that I, if I look back, maybe I should have been played cool. But I gotta play it the way I gotta play it. And if I'm upset about something, I gotta I gotta play it the way I play it. I'm like uh, you know on the Godfather, you know I, I, I'm Santino. I'm, I'm not like Michael Corleone. I'm the one that's I'm I'm a flop that the you know I'm a fall off the handle. I'm, I'm going to go crazy because, not crazy, but I'm saying I am going to be expressive mm-hmm. because for me, I can't, there have been a couple of occasions where I just left the situation and didn't say anything and left it up in there, but in more times than not, by far, I, I have to say something because I would have had the conversation with like, hey, why didn't you, in our lives, and, and you kind of know, if I felt like somebody should have spoke up for me and I feel like they didn't, not only am I going to be upset about it, I'm going to say 
Why didn't you speak up? But that's the thing. Then now, we're not, not Rick, Ray Allen. Uh, oh, yeah. Not everybody handles a situation that way. Right. So you have and, to. And, and you got to. You got to look at it that way. He he may not be that dude to go out in front of him like that. Yeah. He's like okay. He, he may not be. Yeah. I, but I don't think. Like I said, I, I just. I, I got to hear it, the other it, side it, before it, I, before I. But it all goes judgment. back to them putting that assembling that team and yeah. chasing rings and and the same criticism I have. I have less criticism for Ray Allen because of the Avery Bradley thing and the Danny Ainge thing. Uh, but, again, it's a fun thing to talk about. Uh, with that, I got one more segment, and then we're going to close this thing out. It is the, have you heard, have you heard, have, have you heard have this? Have I heard what? So here's, here's, have you heard for this week. Have you heard about Bow Wow, the rapper, singer, whatever, the entertainer who's been around, actor, he's done a little bit of everything. Well, Bow Wow posted a picture this week on Twitter saying, hey, he, he posted a picture of a private jet, of a luxury vehicle pulling up to a private jet, and he said, hey, I'm flying to NYC. Time to catch a flight to NYC. Well, moments later, there was a tweet by some anonymous person who says, Bow Wow is on my commercial flight, but he's claiming on Instagram that he's flying a private jet. And since then, they have, they have roasted roasted Bow Wow on Twitter. And I have to show you some of these, but it, it's been a really, really, I mean, he really got exposed. And what a sucker move to expose yourself and act like you flying a private jet when you're sitting there on a commercial flight. I, so I think that was very, very funny this week. And what I'll do is I'll share some of the tweets on my um, on my Sports Talk with Devin Wade page on, on the group page, on the, on, the, on the page. But I don't know if you heard about that, but you definitely need to go on Twitter and and search Bow Wow Challenge, the Bow Wow Challenge. So now these dudes are uh, taking pictures, like stunting, like they, you know, they balling <laughs> out of control, and then they show you the real version of what their lives are like. So with that, going to wrap up episode 19. want to thank you guys for tuning in. As always, any final thoughts from you, Kevin? Oh, good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you had me here, Devin. I uh, really appreciate you. Hey, love the show. Hey, I, I enjoyed the Facebook all the way live. Hey, all the uh, way live. All the way live. So, hey, we appreciate you, man. Hey, man, thank you so much for coming through. And, again, uh, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Uh, you can tweet me at Wade's Word. You can tweet Kevin at Allen, Allen Ron 10 And we'll talk more NBA. He tweets all the time about, about basketball. I'll tweet about the games tomorrow. Uh, so we'll get into a lot uh, in the coming days, and we look forward to it. Please give us some feedback. Subscribe. Tell a friend. And wherever you are in the world or in the country, we certainly appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. And as always, have a great day.